Hello and welcome to Brew Jackets. My name is Lance. Along with me tonight, we got Dale, we got Matt, and we got Kevin. And Hi, Kevin. Thank you for joining us on this late evening, our late edition of Brew Jackets, where we bring you the latest uh, and greatest of facts and opinions about the Blue Jackets. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Hey, anybody drinking How's anything night, tonight? Kevin? Uh, I'm well, not currently. I will have something next time we do one. Oh yeah, what you got? Well, because it's it's okay for me to talk about this publicly now, because they made the announcement. Uh, I've teamed my Blue Jackets group, Union Blue Soldiers, has right here, has teamed up with a brewery in Columbus called Endeavor Brewing to do a Blue Jackets themed beer, and the name of the beer is called Union Soldier. So, what? and I'll, I'm, I'm being Columbus this week for the home opener, so when I'm down, oh, yeah. get some, and I'm going to bring it back up to my house in Illinois and share it with my family and friends up here, and then I'll have some, and so then the next time we do do a show, do on the show. Totally said do-do. You said do-do. Oh, you know, oh well. We're joined pretty cool, by, man. Pretty by cool. our other host, Santori. Him and Iceman are driving back. Uh, God damn it. What up? How we yeah. doing? How's it going, man? Yes, Santori. You messed up the orientation. Here I am looking at You got a off. great deck. You know that? Kevin, you got a nice beard, too. You got big deck energy. Big deck energy. I love your glasses. I love them. But yeah, nice haircut. glasses are cool. Thank you. So these guys are driving back from my mom's visitations. Lance made this awesome work that you guys yeah. all signed, and I appreciate it. And it means a lot to me. So uh, I'll definitely have this with me Happy going forward. Standing. And uh, what's Hello. up, Hoss? We love you, brother. How you doing? Hoss, oh, what's going on? Doing? All right, uh, so the reason we are here is to talk shit about the Tampa Bay Lightning, Jeff. First and foremost, that's a big thing. (laughs) What's that? So the reason we're here is to talk shit about the Tampa Bay Lightning, currently losing 3-1 to with under two minutes left in the game against the New York Rangers. Yeah, we don't like that. All right. Hell yeah. Well, now we're all on the same page. Clip it. Clip it. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... No, the Blue Jackets, they, they kick off the season tomorrow. They don't kick off. They puck off, whatever you want to call it. Face off. They face it. Drop the puck. No, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Y'all know what I meant. But anyway, so we, we set the 23-man roster yesterday. Where'd so let's – One question. Where, where did the number 23 come from? Michael Jordan. It seems very arbitrary as someone that doesn't know hockey. Um, Why not make it 25 or 20? That's Canadian sport. It's the amount of lines and forwards and then lines with your defensemen. Then you got two extra players and you got two goalies on the roster. So it's kind of always been that. Yeah. It has a Tory. Duh. 12 forwards, six defensemen, and two goalies. And there is like an emergency backup goalie. That's a whole other story. Where the hell are we uh, at? So, <laughs> using your phone for the wrong thing, man. You should be using it for the GPS. <laughs> um, but speaking of roster moves, uh, Kev, was there anyone or Dale? Was there any uh, anyone really? Okay, was there anyone anyone was surprised with that got moved down? Because there was a uh, a couple that recently just got moved down. Wrong sport. All right, so I'm gonna meet you guys again. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the obvious one to probably talk about is Bimstrom, but I don't know that many oh, of yeah. us had him on our final roster last week. I when didn't we did this. Um, I I kind of was thinking maybe like a, a Victor Rask or somebody might have made the team, but they cut them ahead of the final cuts. So yeah, you know that was somebody as... that I was thinking maybe could have made it, like that didn't initially um but yeah nothing too surprising i guess uh i guess foudy uh liam foodie making it would be a little but you don't want to risk the waivers right like that's that's exactly it yeah so so who do you guys have lance or kevin Uh, well 
you make a good point with Liam Foodie is that it's not that they, it's not like they it's not that long ago that they drafted him in 2018 and he was seen for a long time as one of their top prospects and you look at that speed and he's just so fast and when he's playing up in Canada he was just putting up the goals and the points and he's played good with the monsters and his big moment with the Blue Jackets was that goal in the playoffs against Toronto that helped him win that series. So, like, you see all this stuff, and you're like, ooh, something's there. But injuries and other stuff have got in his way. So, like, and you're right, you don't want to risk the waiver thing because you don't want to lose it. And it's a similar idea, you know, kind of with the Benstrom. And I do think perhaps maybe the Blue Jackets were going to do Benstrom on the waivers, but maybe they waited to the last possible moment to try and sneak them in there. So teams maybe didn't have the space to, to try and get someone like that. Per- get lost in the jumble of everyone doing that. Right. Get lost in the yeah. jumble. Whereas if maybe if you did that earlier, you risk the potentially losing him more because there's more roster space for uh, every team. So I kind of had Benstrom as a 50, 50, maybe, maybe he makes it, maybe he doesn't, but you know, Hey, he's down there, but this is still good for him because he's going to get first line, second line minutes, and this is okay. Show us what you got because you've shown it a little bit, but now here's your chance to play consistent first line, second line minutes. And if you play good, Blue Jackets will call you up. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Well, a couple dudes I was surprised with this was, um, well, okay, I wasn't really surprised. They released Ben Harper from his PTO, which – he did just get knocked out. That's all he did. Like that one time he played for us, he just got knocked out. So we couldn't even see him play. That's sad. But, uh, so they put Corpus Allo, they just moved him to the, uh, IR. And so they're keeping Tarasov up. I mean, for now, for now, for now. Yes. Yeah. But he's the second, uh, secondary goalie for us right now. Um, which is just a slight surprise. Uh, but yeah. Um, once Corpus Allo actually steps on the ice, uh, this season, he'll have tied Bobrovsky for the record of most seasons with with the Blue Jackets consecutively uh, at eight, I believe. Yeah, which is uh pretty cool. He's been with us for a long time, you know. I yeah. I do like him a lot. Well, and a lot of people did not think he would be back this year when he signed that extension. It was uh, it was, I would say, more than a minor surprise. Like it was an actual surprise. Like a lot of people yeah. thought, okay, they're parting ways. They paid Elvis. Elvis is goaltender number one. And then whether it's Tarasov or whoever, they'll you know uh, another veteran they would bring in or something. We didn't think Corpy would be back. I'm glad he's back personally. Yeah, and honestly, the thing about Corpusalo I uh, admire about him is that he's been such a good soldier for the Blue Jackets because he he whenever the Blue Jackets have needed him to play, he's just gone there and played. And there's just been times where. He may not play for a week or two weeks, and then they pull him out and they throw him out there, and he plays, and generally speaking, he's fine. And the thing about Corpusalo is that he's really, other than the 2019-2020 season, that first that season, he really hasn't had a shot to be the starter because he's been stuck behind Sergei Bobrovsky. He's been stuck behind Elvis Merzlikens. When he helped the Monsters, he was the goalie for the Monsters in the playoffs that season. And then Anton Forsberg comes in and takes it away from him, and the Monsters win the Calder Cup. So it's like outside of that one season and his outstanding playoff performance and that season against the Maple Leafs, he really hasn't had a shot to beat that number one. I wanted to see if these guys had somebody also, you know, here. We'll we'll go – See what Santori Ice and then Matt walked away. So go to Santori Ice first. Any surprises on the twenty-three man roster? Not at all. They did exactly what I thought they were gonna do. Good job, Guillermo. And uh keep Guillermo, yeah, not Guillermo. Same thing. Yeah, like Guillermo. <laughs> Guillermo from Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Great yeah, job. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And- it's so hard. I wasn't going to correct you him. Could I, try. Thought, you I could was try. like, I knew oh, he was sorry, trying. dude. I I didn't mean to do that to you, man. I, I, I was saying, I was saying, saying, saying it. Like, no, it's, it's, it's not, that's not a thing. That's, that's, that's horrendous. No, but I, I I'm not, nothing huge. I mean, I, I, I like the way the roster's laid out. I mean, I, I'm good with it right now. Let's do that hockey. 
Yes. And he, the thing about Tarasov is that the Blue Jackets see him as the potential goalie of the future after Elvis. He's been one of their top goalie prospects for a long for sure. time. Yeah. Sure. And it was a small, you know, and he's been, he's from Russia and he's been playing over there for a long time. Kevin said Russia, take a drink. Take a drink. And I got water right now. It's a weekday. And he played really good over there. And then he came over and he's played for the Monsters and he's played good for the Monsters. And it was a small sample size, but the small sample size that he played for the Blue Jackets last season was pretty good. And then what we saw from him. So far this year, in the Kevin, 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 say it again. So they're going to move on from Elvis already. Kevin, say it again. So, I'll get there. I promise you. Uh, so you you mind all the stuff of what we've seen of him, and it, it's not, at least in my opinion, not as surprising to see him as the second goalie because he's shown he can do, and the Blue Jackets see him as a, a potential number one goalie. For, for the future after Elvis. I, I was going to say, is it fair to say he could be number one goalie this season if Elvis comes out and isn't looking good and let's say Corpy's dinged up and not looking good again? Yeah. That's, you see him? Yeah, some nice yeah. stats. It's very possible. I mean, yeah. it, if our defense also steps up. That's a story for another time, though. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. I Matt, could... Matt, do you have any surprises? Nope. Uh, Kevin, is there any other Russians you thought might have made it? Because that was actually a surprise for me. Take a drink. You know, there's a, there's a I fin. thought Kirill Marchenko from Russia, you know, this wasn't the final. Take a drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that is a slight surprise with Kirill Marchenko because, because he, it like Danil Tarasov, he's been playing overseas in a country named uh, Russia. Russia. Take a drink! Santori, <laughs> uh, are you taking a drink? I hope. Santori's driving. I hope not. Santori's <laughs> driving. He better not be drinking. <laughs> um, but, you know, Kromarchenko, he's basically been playing against men in the uh, Russian version of the NHL. And he's played good there. <laughs> And then he comes over and plays in the development camp, looks good. He comes over in Traverse City, looks pretty good. And he has his moments in the preseason where he looks good, especially that really good goal he scored, or just beautiful shot. Goalie had no chance. And you think, okay, he probably had something there. But when you think about the reason why Brad Larson said why he's down in Cleveland, it makes sense, which is they want him down in Cleveland to adjust to the you know, smaller ice surface that they yeah. don't have in Russia and other European countries. Take a drink. And this is blatant Russia. And if Kirill Marchenko right now, if Kirill Marchenko is with the Blue Jackets, he's probably playing third or fourth line minutes. And that's not where you want him. He's a first line, second line player. So if he's in Cleveland, he can play those first line, second line minutes and help his development which will help the Blue Jackets later on the road, yeah. down the road. And, and no one's going to, like, not all players are going to, like, um, get better or their direction's not linear right. know, in, in their development, you know. So I have to kind of play it by ear with him and see how it goes, I think. So the, but that was a transition. surprise because he was playing well and he was playing well at Tra- Traverse City and all the things we talked about, so... That is one I kind of forgot earlier about surprises. Honestly, that was more of a surprise to me than Bemstrom or anybody else because I really thought Marchenko might have stuck and they would have given him those third-line minutes, but I understand it. But it, it leads me right into another guy that I feel like we talk about a ton on here. Yeah. But I think he's a big part of our future, and that's Kent Johnson. Right. Like, Kent, honestly, like, we kept him up, so we kind of did the reverse here. We yeah. kept him up, but he's not looking like he's going to be on our top four lines to start the season, at least for game one. Yeah. So yeah. what do you guys think with – I'll go to Lance first. So do you think with Kent Johnson, do you think he'll stay here very long? They'll move him down soon. I know uh, that Brad Larson's kind of talked about keeping him up and he'll play, but what are your thoughts on that whole situation? Um. First of all, I hope so. But second of all, uh, I really do think that uh, we could see him as maybe like a third liner, you know, get him some extra minutes. Um, 
it's very possible he could play center because he's also versatile. He can also be a winger as well. So there is positions available to where if one's not working for him really well, he can move to another one that he's comfortable with. Um, so being fluid like that, but then also just the skill that guy has, because like uh, he's like the same age as Foodie. I don't remember his exact age, but like he's very young yet. But like, oh yeah, he's the same age as Cole Sillinger, who I also think we're going to see something uh, good out of this year. And Cole is a spot on the main team, and so it just uh, the only thing, like literally the only thing at all that I was Kent is like. He's kind of skinny, you know. He's kind of small, but he can deal with that pretty well. I mean, he's uh, he's able to like you know throw some elbows around. Yeah, uh, pedigree, not I thought they were talking to us, but they were talking about pedigree and dog food. So, <laughs> Matt, Matt, do you feel more in place this episode? Like, not at all. Okay, so Kent Johnson. Thoughts on Kent Johnson? <laughs> it's a guy. He's a guy. More correct. Guess some more like coach terms. Yeah. He hustles. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, then. All right. Yeah. But, um... Not bad. <laughs> So I'll just share my thoughts on the whole Kent Johnson thing. I got to look up for Kevin now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, you you are con- continuing the uh, silly shenanigan from last episode. <laughs> All right, Kevin Kent Johnson, what do you think? Will he be up here most of the season? I really think it just kind of depends on what the Blue Jays want to do with him. Because- What? What? Oh, we're being. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, I, as I said, I really just think it just you know what matters what the Blue Jackets want to do with him because he has that he has shown that skill so much whether it be with Team Canada. Now we're not muted. So we're talking about City when he played up at Michigan. It's, it's there. You want that on your team. The Blue Jackets do seem as a first-line, second-line center, and currently it's not where it's going to be. He's probably going to be a winger, but you want to keep that have, uh, type of skill on your team. They probably will find some extra minutes for him, but maybe if they're not like Brad Larson says, if they don't play him right away, they send him down and he gets first-line, second-line minutes playing center which will help the Blue Jackets in the future. And probably one of the first guys that get called up if he gets sent down to Cleveland. So I think it just comes down to what the Blue Jackets want to do. My whole thought was, like, if you're going to keep him up, at least put get put him on the third line. Right. Like, that's a, I guess that's another thing that surprises me. It's not a cut-wise, but it's – I thought oh, if he stayed up here, he would be on – the second or third line, yeah, yeah, and more likely third. But well, what's I thought he happen, would fit uh, in one of those when Juno Luoto comes off the IR too. They just that's that was one of their uh, six people that they they had to either send down or sign or something. That's uh, and he's on the uh, the injured list. So what happens when he gets off of that? Does someone else get pushed down? And who's the first one to get pushed down? So, like, I really feel like they're going to be battling for position this very start of the year. You know, it's going to be, uh, well, that's a, good thing. be a tough one. Very good thing. Because it, it, it shows the amount of talent and depth that Yarmo and JD and the Blue Jackets have built up over the years to where they have these situations. Whereas if, you know, let's just say last year, they didn't, they didn't have as much. It was more, well, we can put this guy here. We can put this guy here. You can't necessarily say this about this year's version of the Blue Jackets. But it's a good thing because it shows what we're building up to, that we have all these options that we can use. All right. Let's just, let's just like, not to skip forward, skip forward, because we're going to talk about the first two games. But I just want to know, who do you guys think will be center one two weeks from now? I know it's we're starting with Boone Jenner, but I still feel like that's a big question mark for this team for this season. 
I think. So, most likely Boone Jenner, but the only reason I say most likely is that when you go back to the 2017-2018 season, Pierre-Luc Dubois, good player for the Blue Jackets, but back then he was seen as a guy who could be their first line, second line, center. Fuck that guy. Let's just say it. Fuck that guy. Exactly. You complain about here so much. That season, they started him out on the fourth line. They let him play some games, and then they built him his way up. He got the first line, first line center with Panarin and Atkinson. And from that point on, out he never really left that spot outside of like one or two games when they tried Duchesne with the number one spot and it didn't really do anything. So they put Dubois back to that number one spot. And then and he that, quit. And then he quit on the that, team. And that's what I'm thinking with either a Cole Sillinger or a Kent Johnson or a Jack Boston is that Boone Jarrett, he does good, but maybe these other guys are doing so good that they force you to bump them up higher in the lineup to bump Boone Jenner down. I mean, to be honest, yeah. that's what you want them Love to happen. Hoss got to bounce out. So now we're going to have zero. Oh, I didn't see the comments. What's up? Listeners, but love you, brother. But you, you are right, Jeff. That is something that you do want, is that you want guys right. pushing people for competition and if someone plays better you take that guy out of that spot and push him up well and right now russell dick russell's sorry jeff what were you saying no i'll just say that's why i think boone's gonna be the number one guy to start the season because oh for sure yeah yeah they're gonna want the other guys to push them because i mean honestly you don't want boone to be the number one center i mean you don't want that i mean he's all right but you want him more like the second or third but kevin's spot on like Someone yeah. come and someone come and take that spot, right? Like exactly. that's what, and that's what they need to happen. Whether it's it's Rock, Russell Beck, whether it's Sillinger, whether it's a Kent Johnson, we know it's not going to be Corley. He's just that's your steady fourth line center. Yeah. Yep. You know, but but there is a few young guys that have a shot. <laughs> take that spot. They just got to go out there and do it. Yeah, I think Boone, if not Boone, Russell Beck, and. Or like I don't know, it's such a toss up after after Boone though, like between Rossi and uh and Stillinger. You know. We'll have to see if, how hard Stillinger comes out the gate. If Rosselbeck would just be more consistent, like if we get the hot streak Rosselbeck for eighty percent of the time Hella good. instead of, you know, fifty percent of the 50, time, yeah. you would take that. Right, and Ros- when Rosselbeck got traded to the Blue Jackets during the 2020-2021 season, he was one of the best players they had in that entire season. And then that first half of last season, but then that second half of this past season, he was so good. So if you can get that Rosselbeck from the 2020-2021 season slash second half of last season, like you said, Dale, you take that and you go for it. And, that and you good. run with it and you say, come on, you know. Whether and maybe you keep and sometimes you leave the lines the same because line two is clicking so well you don't mess with the chemistry right but you know man I I'm just freaking excited for the start of this season I don't know about Ridiculous. you guys but like, Woo! me too baby let's go CBJ like tomorrow right. we'll be watching the first regular season game yes sir with yeah. with with Johnny fucking hockey. Yep. On the jacket. ice. Right. Johnny Jacket. With freaking Patrick Line in there. I can't wait to see this combo in real ice action. I think Kevin, Kevin, how hard are you right now? Just not hard. I'm just hyped and I'm excited because like when the blue jackets come back, it's just like awesome. And then like when you come back. When you combine like the blue jackets coming back and then like football and like baseball, oh, and, like, stuff, it's like the greatest time of the year sports wise. I'm like it a is. diamond. Love it. I love it, boys. Let's dive time. into the first two games of the season at yeah. Carolina tomorrow. You guys have some key matchups, some key things like that. I'm going to hop off because I thought I heard my dog bark for a minute. Jeez, Woo! Yeah, yeah, Jeff, let's go. Dude, 
You know, a lot of the uh, a lot of what I've been seeing people's predictions are that Carolina is like set for the playoffs. They're going to win the Metro. That's what everyone's saying. Oh, really? And it's kind of uh, what a how's it going? <laughs> no one around to mute you right now. <laughs> Why is there so much light in there now? Are you behind like a semi or something? No, you turned the interior light on. Oh, okay. You guys look, just yep. look really red. That's because there's bright lights in front well, of us. We got sunburned. <laughs> yes, we got sun. Yes, out there in the sticks, we got sunburned. Blistering hot, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so like Carolina, though, like uh, Brendan Moore, solid coach, made the playoffs last three years in a row. Uh, this team's going to be a beast. They think they're going to be Metro champs. Uh, got a great young core two stars to watch out for is uh stall is it jordan stall jacob stall whatever and sebastian alho watch those two and we'll see who's matched up against them tomorrow right yeah that's uh that's a great way to start a season is yes to come in come in hot against our division at, at their place and start off to see as a first First test for your first game to see where you are after all that work you did in the offseason by getting Gaudreau's, re-signing Line, getting the Branson, getting Olivier, and just all these moves that the Blue Jackets have done. You see, it, I mean, it's one game, it's one small sample size, but it's nice to see where you are after one game, and then you can make improvements on that for the rest, for the rest of the season. This will be a about- great test. It'll test the defense and the offense so much because the Canes' defense is is really really awesome. Right. Uh, and then yeah, we have to like we have to come out of the gate with a very strong defense and show people that we have a defense this year. And because right. we gave up three hundred yeah shots on goal last year, yeah, and- or goals against. I don't even remember. It's, it's such a ridiculous stat. Well, the Blue Jackets, they're a little a little extreme on both ends of the spectrum because they set a record for most goals given up in team history, but then they also set a record for most goals scored in Blue Jackets history. So it's like the goal scoring is okay, but they got to bring that goal score, yeah. uh, the giving up the goals down, and that's what to. getting so, in another uh, year. Put, I'm going to say bye because I'm at my truck, so you're just going to have some Tory now for the rest of the drive, all right? All right. Bye, Jeff. Nice Jeff. We'll see you soon. I don't like you guys either. Goodbye. <laughs> Matt, you're muted. Oh. I was going to ask you about how close Carolina plays to you. Uh, it's like three hours. Okay. Which Carolina? You're in North Carolina? South Carolina. Okay. And they're in Raleigh? Oh, they're yeah. in, yeah, Raleigh. Okay. And, uh, I'm just curious. But, and, you know that, but last one of the better games that the Blue Jackets played last season was against Carolina in Carolina. They won six nothing, and they were winning two nothing after two periods, and had a four goal explosion in the third period. And come back. How was that butt stuff? <laughs> and over the years, the Blue Jackets and Carolina have had some competitive games against each other. So yeah, it's They're tough one in our division, dude. Yeah, and. Those division games are tough, but they're always fun to watch because, generally speaking, they're, it's competitive. And yeah. Yeah, people want those points. It's so hard to predict hockey scores, but do you guys have a prediction for tomorrow's game? I'll give mine 2-1, to one, Blue Jackets, overtime. You stole mine! <laughs> uh, that's incredibly accurate to what my guess was going to be. <laughs> like, honestly, dude, like – Two to one, and it could go into overtime. But like, if our defense shows up and we can shut I them guess. down a bit, then I guarantee—I can almost guarantee—we get a couple goals on them. Am I looking at Lance? No, oh, you're looking uh, up, kind of at there. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kev, score prediction tomorrow. I. I don't know. To tell you the truth, like Dale said, hockey is one of those harder things. You, it you, is. You, you just don't know because it, it's it, like anything else, though. Most sports people are wrong like yeah. 99% of the time yeah. when they give score predictions. So, because the thing, because hockey, you know, hockey compared to most other sports is that any team can beat anyone on any given night 
and you can look at the score and it, it could be, oh, they beat them one nothing, or like, oh, that team beat them six nothing, seven nothing, like really? Or like a, a perfect example of this is 2016-2017 season. The Blue Jackets beat the Montreal Canadiens 10 nothing. No one before that game is thinking the Blue Jackets are going to score 10 So, so your prediction is the Blue Jackets are going to beat Carolina 10 zip. 13 to 1. 4 to 3. That's a In terms of possibilities, I'll use my new thing of No, just give us a score prediction, Kevin. Ow. I promise you. Do they have any players from Russia? Uh Spechnikov, that may be a drink. I just wanted to drink, dude, sorry. But I'm not exactly sure. I it could be a two-one game, but both these teams they do have they do have offense, so it could be like a five-four game. All right, now we're talking. All right, so what's your could prediction? Be. You think it's going to be more high scoring? It's very possible. All right, three-two Blue Jackets. All right, I like that. Not bad. Well, we got to go with the Blue Jackets win, right? Matt, you want to go? You want to readjust from the two to one? Three to one. Blue I like it. Three to one. I like it. And they're going to get on. that gold. I'm going to write these all down real quick. This past season, the Blue Jackets off a game where they went to Carolina, beat them six nothing. So you don't necessarily know. You said three to two, Kev, right? I did say three to. Matt said three one. All right. So if I change Point. my pick to Carolina, like I could easily win with Carolina winning. But you could then, even just win. Yeah. But then I would lose because fuck you, Carolina. Fuck the <laughs> hurricane. Fuck hurricanes. You know how many houses you destroyed and families? Like, oh, my team's name's Hurricane. I like destroying things. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking stupid. So <laughs> you deserve to lose for having a name that destroys families and destroys houses. And so lives fuck you, and communities. Fuck you. You destroy everything, and nobody loves you at the end but of the day. But, but hurricane did destroy Jersey once, so... Hmm. Yeah, the, and I'm kidding. It's a joke. Hurricanes a never hurricane. destroyed Pittsburgh. Yeah, because... Unfortunately. That, That's that a good day, engineer one. Well, northern part of the country is more susceptible to tornadoes. Kevin, don't you bring your facts into the shit talking session <laughs> currently? Uh, do you guys want to talk about their home opener at all? I, yeah. I think I just we're gonna make Kevin go last because we know we know he's so excited for the home opener. So <laughs> <laughs> and and we're gonna give you a good 10, 15 minutes on it. Kevin. Fair enough. So uh do we want to do a prediction or, or Lance? I'll just let you start in kind of some key matchups that you think. Yeah. For that uh, game. This is a huge game for us. Once again, Those cock uh, suckers lost uh, three to one, <laughs> by the way. It was the final tonight. Uh, fucking Guardians are down uh, four to one right now against the Yankees in the uh, top of the ninth. Yeah. Rough. They got time. Uh, a little bit. We'll see. So yeah, with uh with Tampa Bay, I mean we've played them many many times. They're the one team that we you know swept them in the uh, you know playoffs two years ago. And then they're like, we're just gonna never lose again. Yeah, last year finally. Thank you, Colorado, for that. And so um to overcome. Okay, so one thing that maybe like might throw a little bit of a wrench in Tampa Bay is that whole Ian Cole thing going on now. I mean, some sort of grooming accusations against him. I don't want to get too far into it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's suspended currently. I don't remember like I don't know how big of a part of the team he was, um, but like it is some some drama. It is. I mean that that in the locker room can get kind of toxic. You know, people starts people because like uh, like I said, I don't want to get into it here. You know, but that could really throw a little bit of a wrench into the uh, into their uh, mindset. Um, but we have to be careful nonetheless. Tampa Bay, I mean, Vasilevsky's uh, an amazing goalkeeper um, for them. We have to be able to beat that. I think we have some guys that can beat that. Um, they've made deep playoff runs many, many years. Um, other Or just winning it, yeah. ridiculously enough. Um, so, yeah, uh, my prediction. I'm going to go 3-2. Blue Jackets. Home opener at home. I'm gonna 
I'm going to say this one's a little more high scoring. It ends up 4-3, and unfortunately we lose because they they lost tonight. And I oh, they, looking. I can hear I can hear the booze raining down on me <laughs> for the three people that probably listen to our podcast right now. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. This is one of those things, you know. We get, and that's okay. We'll start the season one on one against two tough opponents. But I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with that. It's my prediction. Uh, what was that again? Four what three. Again? Lose. Four three. Three to four, I guess, would be. Yeah, that's, that's what I wrote down. <laughs> Not that it matters. Kev, or, uh, we want to get a score prediction, Matt? Yeah. What was yours, Lance? Three, two. two. Three, two. two to that one. we win. Two to one. Two to one. Two to one. Who you got? Us. Blue Jays. All right. All right. Gav, score prediction before we let you go. All we're guys make about the home opener. <laughs> Stick to the score prediction first. Okay, so I do again see like the Blue Jackets are cu- first two games are coming in hot against two teams that can score a lot. So it'll be two good tests for the Blue Jackets to see where they are early in the season. The Lightning, that could be a higher scoring game too. They also could be a lower scoring game because after they got beat by the Blue Jackets, they learned that, okay, we can't always play high scoring. We do have to play some defense. And they did tighten it down a bit, play more defensively sound. But the Lightning had Stamkos, Kucherov, Point, Brady, uh, Headman, just you go down the list, just guys that can just score. So I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, if it was like a 5-4 game or something like that. And, of course, I like the Blue Jackets, so, you know, I'm going to pick the Blue Jackets. We're going to go 82-0. and 0. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. From here on out. That's just that attitude. Set me. Set me. I picked for a loss already, so. Well, that's I'm the guy that everybody hates. Happen. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, um, and, and, you know, you – and the big reason, you know, you met, oh, you know, Blue Jackets beat the Lightning, and then they just go on to this, like, ridiculously good streak of winning two Stanley Cups but losing last year in the Stanley Cup final. But part of that is because, and the Lightning have admitted this in press conferences, their head coach, John Cooper, which is when the Blue Jackets knocked them out, the Lightning were playing way too aggressive on offense, playing pretty boy hockey, and not really any defense, no physicality. And so the Blue Jackets saw that, and they exposed that. They started playing it. The Blue Jackets, at least under Tortorella, played a very aggressive style of tight checking defense, physical. Hey, we, did, we did not play much of any defense last year. So. I'm talking of the playoffs. Not as physical. I no, I know, Kevin. I know. Just... Yeah, no, it's like speaking of last year specifically. Last year we did not. But the reason why the Lightning changed the way they did is because the, the Blue Jackets under Tortorella played an aggressive style of four-checking defense of grinding, hitting, physical. And that exposed the White Lightning's weakness, which is they didn't know how to play defense and play against an aggressive style, tight-checking defense and physicality. And that's a big reason why the Lightning got knocked out. So what the Lightning did, to their credit, is they said, we we can't play like the way we did. And they added some toughness. They added some defense to go with their offensive power. And it, that's the reason why they've been to two Stanley Cups. Kevin, Kevin, you went, I, I was giving you 10 minutes to talk well, about the exciting stuff. And two, gone. They won two Stanley Cups, and they've been to three of them, only winning two. All right, we're hitting the other topics. Now we're making Kevin wait. Kevin has to wait till the end to talk about the opener. I think that'll be really good for the end, though, too. So who outside the top line are you most excited to see is one of my last questions I've got on here. Oh, yeah. I've got maybe two questions left. Yegor Chinikov. It's got to be one. It's got to be Yegor Chinikov because... You know, he's one of their one of their top prospects for some time. Kevin, it's Lance's turn to talk. Coming out of Did he just freeze? Am I frozen? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I that freaked me out for a second. I thought I was lagging over here or whatever, but like man, I just gotta like drink now. But yeah, it's gotta be Yegor Chinakov. I'll look empty <sighs> All right. Well that's a great one. I'm gonna go with someone different. Uh 
You're going to make it line. tough on me. That's like, Kevin, you could have waited okay. till last because you could have come up with somebody that we didn't think of. I'm going to pick something kind of maybe unexpected. I mean, we've been talking about all these forwards. Uh, I'm going to go with Good Branson. I want to see what kind of a threat level he he possesses like out there. You like fights a little bit. You I like also want to see if our defense actually steps up with him there too. You know, being a little bit more confident on the puck. We got Zach Wierenski, You know, awesome. But anyway, that's that's my pick. Good Branson. Just throwing it out there. Man, I'm man. not. I'm not picking anybody because I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> now, like Bugfist is top defenseman, but man, I still I, feel I'm like the honorable mention the... for him, just because like I'm excited to see the step he takes. But oh yeah, he is. True. He is the top pair with Wierenski on the D. So I cannot say him. That's not fair. So, gosh, as much as I want to say Kent Johnson, he's not even starting. So. I'm going to go Roslovic because I want to see, since he's on the oh. second line, can he actually go and earn it like we talked about? Yeah. Can he go earn a potential top line or staying second line? Because you he know Sillinger, Sillinger is coming to be in the one of the top centers. I mean, right. that's just a fact. So Roslovic could easily find himself sliding to three. If he don't step up and play good, He's not just going to be having a chance for one. He's going to be three. Right. He's not going to be in the top six. Yes. But no, that's a good my, pick. my reasoning for Yegor Chinakov is that he's been one of the top prospects for the Blue Jackets for some time. He's shown it some moments where he looked good last season. And he's and it was only one game he played with the Monsters. He scored a goal. I thought Kevin was flipping me off. Uh, no, I, I would never do that. Just one, as in like one. Anyway, but, it, <laughs> anyway, but he just he played one game with the Monsters, and it looked good. He scored a goal, and he's he did a lot over and uh... that in, it, again. It's, it was only preseason, but he continued that trend in the preseason by scoring six goals in seven games pretty good that's why oh yeah that was really impressive actually so like if he can continue that then the blue jackets will have good secondary scoring to go with a gaudreau a line a a warensky a boone jenner a voracek on the third line like on and so forth and uh yegor chinikov is uh one of the players who Place for the Blue Jackets that is Russia. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, shit. I just drank. Let's go. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. All right. So, my last question, then I kind of want to talk about Boone Jenner. I don't think you mentioned that yet, right? Lance, the Boone Jenner. But I'm going to go question first, and then I want to hit that before Kevin talks about. to exit with his stuff. So somebody that didn't make the initial 23 that we think will have the biggest impact for the season. And you can even cheat because there's guys injured. There's, you know, but uh, I'll start with you, Matt. I got to go let the dogs out. All right. He went with Corpy, Corpusala. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because he's injured. All right, Kevin. Well, the Blue Jackets almost had another Cole Sillinger situation, being that last year Cole Sillinger wasn't expected to play for the Blue Jackets last season. I like but, it. I know where you're going, and I like but it. But he turned up, and he did play for the Blue Jackets as an 18-year-old, and he did pretty good. And for an 18-year-old, that's pretty good what he did. And he's now seen as a guy who could be first-line, second-line center of the future of the Blue Jackets. And the guy I'm talking about where the Blue Jackets almost had another Cole Cylinder situation is David Juracek, their, t- their defenseman prospect they drafted in this past draft with the number six pick. And he kept staying around with the Blue Jackets, whether it be through Traverse City, the practices, the preseason games. He kept staying there playing good, and he was one of the last people to get cut. And Brad Larson had said that 
he was looking, you know, looking ways to try and get rid of him, but he just kept hanging around until eventually they said, well, we want him down in Cleveland where he can play first line, second line minutes compared to him playing third line minutes. And he's still right here. He's, he's right here. And I love that because like we did, I we thought, cause he had so many options. We talked about that multiple times. Oh, he had so many options of places they could have sent him, yeah. but they're keeping him around for a reason and they're keeping him close for a reason. That man could cut a man. Some kid, man, whatever. Like teenager. Wait, no. Yeah. Young adult. Yeah. Like he is gonna ball like he's gonna be a good one. Another he's great gonna puck there. out. Yes, he is. He's gonna puck some people up. Yes. yes. But um it's really impressive for him to basically do an uh, a almost cold cylinder situation where he almost made it. And Yarmo has been speaking very highly of him. So, like, if he just keeps going in Cleveland, he'll be with the Blue Jackets eventually. This I season. agree. I agree because there's always injuries. You know, that's what that's that's why I like to do this. You know, the top twenty three. Lance, do you have somebody besides those yeah. ones? Uh, I want to see. Emil Bemstrom work his way back. Well, and, and he didn't do anything. He didn't. Fun, he really right? wasn't that bad. He was actually like with all the people bitching about him, like missing the goals so often. He was actually a super effective, uh, like his shooter last year. Like he really wasn't that bad. Um, and I think that he's only down there because of uh, the other players that um, you know the Blue Jackets have and are putting. Uh, are putting out there on those lines. He just, unfortunately, just doesn't quite fit currently. But I think a, we'll see him. I think we'll see him up and down a bit. You know, and that's the thing about Benstrom is that he's a guy that should be first line, second line. But if he's with the Blue Jackets, he's third line, fourth line. And do you want to use that talent that way? You don't. So that's why he's with the Monsters, so he can get that first line, second line, you know, minutes, and then. Help his development out, and if he does good enough, he'll be with, you know, with, with the Blue Jackets. Same situation with Pro Marchenko. He, he, he would like to have him with the. Where's Blue he Jackets. from? Where's he from? though? I'll get there. I promise. Did that leg again? Did that leg again? Um. Oh. You know, you would like. like You're going to Russia, Kevin. It's but. Kevin, you're going to Russia. Nice. But you want him first line, second line minutes, so he's not going to get that with the Blue Jackets right now. So you put him to Cleveland, so he gets that. It's a bad yeah. time to go to Russia, Kevin. And then he it will help. When's a good time? It'll help the Blue Jackets. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Krill Marchenko is from Russia. I think we drank already for that. Yeah, I did too, but. Anyways. I mean, I'll drink again. Uh... <laughs> but, that was fucking nasty. Um, no, Yurichek Marchenko, I think Fire, he's another one. He played really good this preseason. He could be another guy they bring right up. I like, did you already give one? Kevin, it was my turn. I was okay. gonna say Marchenko, and you stole it from me, and now I have nobody. You stole it. Out Dude, under his who, nose. You already said you're a check who I was like, oh, I love that one. <laughs> yeah, good one. That's all there is. I know. It was oh, great. Okay. That's Bimstrom and Marchenko. And like like I said, with, uh, oh gosh, Corpy starting on yeah. the injured reserve. Like there's not, I, I can't see that many more guys making a huge impact. I, I mean, who, I could say, uh, what, Carson Meyer? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Carson Meyer. That's, that's, a, that's a fantastic pick. All right. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. I like one more guy that I think maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Trey Fix Wolanski. I keep talking about him. I almost I like said that, that guy one. a lot. I almost like, said that one too. He did. He did Plus, well. In the elite place. name and elite name. And yeah, his dad has a great beard. Yeah, his pants <laughs> are really cool. All right, Lance Jenner, six hundred games. Is that? Uh, yeah. So when uh, Jenner needs uh eleven more games this season to break six hundred games with the Blue Jackets, and that's only been done by uh two other players, one being Rick Nash, you know, the beloved player of Columbus, and two being Cam Atkinson, a former beloved player of us. Everybody still loves him. Everybody still. Loves I know. Both I still have a jersey. The Everybody still loves both of them. I mean, Nash is back yeah. in the front office, and 
Cam's helping us get Johnny Gaudreau here. So thank you for that, Cam. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank yeah. You, and I think Rick Nash helped with that too. I mean, he does a lot of the things. Like he goes and visits a lot of people. If you watch the behind the back. And Boone Jenner is on that list. Like he's going to be a guy. He's going to be around here. Yeah. Yeah. He's in our hearts forever now. Yeah. Even Nick Felino, which they put him up for waivers, even would take him. And he. Look, he got expensive contract. That's why. He does. Yeah. $8 million. Yeah. It was almost four. Almost yeah. four. Yeah. Then, almost then, four. Yeah. No. Don't have the room for that. No. <laughs> nope. And, be cool to sign him to a one day like after he retires so he can retire a blue jacket but for sure like hey yeah. you want to play for about tree 50 we'll have you back but we're it's not a, well they, they do one day contracts sometimes so they can, I, I know yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, okay. give him a front office job yeah, yeah welcome back welcome back dope. all right kevin do yeah. you want to do we just want to let you go now okay then well so before i get to that uh, if you're on Twitter, this is how you know you're getting close to hockey season starting. Is that when you type in the hashtag CBJ, a Blue Jackets emoji comes up next to it. I beat you to that today, by the way. Well, I'm saying this for our people who are going to watch the show that <laughs> starting now, when you type in the hashtag CBJ, a Blue Jackets emoji is going to pop up and it looks real cool. What well, Kevin? Continue. I, mean, I was just saw, talking about the before you. He saw it before yeah. you. It's just it's, that's okay. all right. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so type in hashtag CBJ and you'll see a blue jackets emoji. It's really cool. I've done it. I encourage every blue jackets fan. To if you're it. fucking following us on Twitter, you would know that. Hell yeah! yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube too. Yeah. Ooh. Follow. Brew jackets on all social media platforms, the like, the subscribe button, the bell button. Do it all. Just just keep it going. And if you don't want feet pictures, subscribe. Because otherwise, I'm sending everyone that don't subscribe feet pictures. Well, some people might actually like that. I'm unsubscribing. I don't know. Um... But I got the, some ugly ass feet, y'all. <laughs> telling y'all. You don't want these feet pics. Subscribe to the Brew Jackets on YouTube. Okay. So, you want ugly ass dinner down. Here's okay. Here's another thing. So, a couple weeks ago at the uh, Bearcats game, the Bearcats mascot was giving people haircuts. We don't talk oh, yeah, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it got me thinking: Would you let Singer give you a haircut? You shave these nuts. No one's touching that hair. Look at that. That's that's our king right there. Well, I, no. Okay. Well, I wouldn't let Stinger cut my nose either. I had a blue jacket. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, shit, yeah, I don't care. I'll just do all this. And... Man. But uh, Every year, I just get thankful it's even there, you know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, get uh, my age. <clears throat> and then. Uh, I know this microphone helped me stand up. <laughs> anyway, so the thing, the Blue Jackets do. What the fuck was that? I was pretending to need the microphone to help me stand up. Uh, well, that's all right. I did a good job. It was a good acting job. Come well, on, Matt. It was good. Um, Blue Jackets. I thought like, you were just shit face. <laughs> Blue Jackets. I, did, uh, I actually. Oh God. Actually, then I sat down too quick. <laughs> on husbands. Oh, right the worst. My, right on my balls. <laughs> Blue Jackets did play two final preseason. Kevin's games. getting mad. 7-0. <laughs> and the last one, they lost 4-3. And as we said, their season starts tomorrow with Carolina. And then they I have... Balls hurt so bad. Come on, guys. We're not talking about balls. We're talking about pucks. And then <laughs> Friday, it's this upcoming Friday, October 14th, 2022, the Blue Jackets play the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, there is something fun going on for that game. Uh, as you know, my What's that, group, Kevin? What are you doing? Is uh, it me setting on my balls again? Because no. that hurt. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a lot better than that. Dude. Anyways, but uh, October 14th, my Blue Jackets. <laughs> Union Blue Soldiers is doing a march in support. The Blue Jackets were teaming up with the Blue Jackets to do a march. So if you're able to come, I encourage everyone to join 
you I'm able to come. Blue jackets. <laughs> I'm probably not after selling these balls. Friday, October 14th, 6.15 p.m., starting at our bar. We're marching oh, man. Margarita to cheer on the Blue Jackets. Watch what? Blue Jackets social media on the 15th, too. It'll be something cool. I'm going to retweet it, so follow us on Twitter. And hey, are we me, doing so. the Discord, or is that just an idea? We're stream, or... For... Oh, yeah, shit. It's you not up yet. It. Yeah, yeah. I did, and then I wasn't sure if it was something that we were actually interested in doing. But yeah, I mean, I I think any content is good content, like you know, because okay. people tune in that want to tune in. Uh, well, we'll get Discord up soon. I mean, they whoever's watching this, easy. there's one person on here that is they watch me settle my balls, <laughs> and they stayed. Hell yeah! And, uh, at least on Discord, they could say ouch. <laughs> The final game this week after the home opener. Okay, Kevin, calm down. The, the final game after the, <laughs> the final game after the home opener this week. The Blue Jackets are in St. Louis. That's the fifteenth. Which Hefty Duck has said that he has something cool coming out for that day. Yep, don't get away. As, as, as well. Oh, do you know Kevin? Well, I know of what he, he does. Is, but we're not. I'm not. We're not really. Lance, to say it Lance, now. why do you tell him all the secrets and not? Not me. It was in the group I chat. The group chat. Oh, is that when I left again? For a little bit, yeah. I leave the group chat chats a lot. It's cool. I'll, <laughs> I'll send it. I'll send it back. I there. didn't pay attention. So I don't know either. <laughs> Matt, we notice. But <laughs> well, but uh, yeah, follow Brew Jackets on all social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter. YouTube and soon to be Discord and all the other fun things. Hold on, I got an announcement. Yeah. All right. So at this game, we're gonna have the Union Blue Soldiers, and we're gonna have the march before the game, sponsored by the Blue the Blue Jackets are part of it. We've got our Union Blue Soldier beer. You can come check us out. Uh, we got nice scarves. Kevin, show off the scarf. Show off the scarf. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Don't you want? Don't, nice you want don't you want a scarf like that? If you want, a we scarf gotta like set up that, a store so you can sell those, Kevin. You come get you one. All it will cost you is just is your a, life. Is I was gonna say a good time to come have a good time and enjoy the Columbus Blue Jackets because we're all Blue Jackets fans here, and we're also brother, and we're also Blue Jackets fans. Hell yeah. And, and if you can't keep it in your pants, keep it in your family. God bless. Yes. But, uh, as, Dale, as Dale has said, if keeping it in your family is incest, is keeping it outside of your family outsourced? Outsourced. And they should outsourced uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, the Discord, and follow all But like you said, Union Blue Soldiers has a beer with Endeavor Brewing. It's available at our bar, Endeavor Brewing, Whistling Keg, North Market, uh, Zeno, and Block. Send me the beer. Hey, do you want to watch he some He wants it available in his belly. Drink 12 beers in one setting, live, and then promote the shit out of you. you want <laughs> I want to see it. To get a hold of me. We got to get a hold of it. My way. It's only an hour show, man. Dude, you got to get a hold of Ice hour. Man. Oh, We have to do like a... All right, we can have a show where we do the beer. So yeah, so check out the beer. Real check out one. Blue Jackets. Tech. Check out our March this upcoming Friday. Fun times ahead coming for the Blue Jackets and Brew Jackets and Union Blue Soldiers. Are those twelve ounce cans? I could house uh, twelve no, beers. Sixteen ounce. Oh fuck! Yeah, because that's you what I drink. That's what I drink. Here. That is what I drink is sixteen ounces. So. I don't know if I could house 12 of them in an hour. Like, I'd be fucking struggling, boys. Wasty, man. You want to see a guy house six of those during one episode? The reason for the 16 ounce, because when I talked to him during the Zoom meeting, they said that's where the beer, where the beer industry, industry is trending towards is 16 ounces. I know, because I'm a part of the beer drinkers, and I'm a man of the people, and my people, which is me, Love the 16-ounce game. So I have one last trivia question. I'm going to direct it at Kevin. Uh, so no, the space probe uh, Sputnik was from what country? 
Oh, you. Well, it's from a certain country over in Europe uh, called Russia. Let's go. And uh, this is what the beer, this is the beer can. I don't know if you can see that or not, but that's what it kind of looks like right there. Hell yeah, got the silhouette of the Union soldier holding the flag. Yeah. Um, made by a hockey stick, right? Yep, yep. Nice. Yep. yep. Sponsor us. It's Endeavor Brewing. Sponsor Endeavor. Us. Endeavor Brewing. Oh. Um, It'll and- either be the smartest thing or the dumbest thing you ever do, but you got to take a shot sometimes. And the beer I'll take a shot. The beer can pays tribute to some of my Union soldier relatives, like Ulysses S. Grant and John L. Pitts and Matthias Kerr. And William Tecumseh, you know, it pays to, to great generals like William Tecumseh. You need to get that brewery to uh, watch our show because we're giving them plugs left and right. We're selling it to, like, one person. Yeah, the Endeavor Brewery. That's probably Sam Tory, honestly. <laughs> and Iceman. Iceman is going to buy like fucking. Iceman has to work at three. Like I felt so bad for him, and it's taking forever to get our food. Like, yeah, yeah. Damn. It's. uh... Oh god, I hit myself in the eye with my headband. That hurt. (laughs) God, you're just beating yourself left and right. Uh, Well, you You got your eyeball and your ball. All right. We love you. I wish we had a who day thing, but it's just hashtag CBJ all day, every day. Fuck, I love the blue jackets and I love the brew jackets. And I promise you, if you stick with us, we're going to get better at all this stuff. I promise you. I we promise do. you. I promise you. Yes. Go blue jackets. Woo. Blue day. <laughs> blue day. There you go. Blue day. <laughs> <laughs>